you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Every week, every year, does things that other quarterbacks just can't do. Snap day right, lost it down the left side. Adams over the shoulder, a diving grab, touchdown! Yes! Touchdown, Green Bay! Aaron Rodgers has done it again! Rodgers is about one of two people on planet Earth who can make this throw. Let's go, baby! Let's go! The man is back. Aaron Rodgers, number 12, is back. It is never over with number 12 out on the field. Well, that'll be one of the last couple times you see that man in a Green Bay Packers jersey. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Ram Trucks, live in New York City, Tuesday, April 25th. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, and Jason McCordy. Guys, mid to late afternoon yesterday, the oh, news yeah. comes down that Aaron Rodgers will be coming to the New York, New Jersey area. I thought you were going to talk about the Jets. They re-signed Conor McGovern. Hey! That was the news yesterday. <laughs> yeah. What Let's were you go. doing when the news came down? I was at a soccer tryout for my <laughs> seven-year-old. I was fired up, and we all talked Aaron Rodgers, all the dads, as we're sitting mm-hmm. there looking uh, at our kids. It. I was at pickup also, and immediately all eyes turned to me. So uh, I'm like, uh, right, hold on, hold on, hold on. They're like, two first-round picks. I'm like, I'm slow down. Uh, it's actually a swap. So, yeah, it's, it's a can lot. You give, us a, give me a taste. Give us a taste. Right, right there. This what do you got? The, what do you got? Go to the, Peter. So I'm like, the Daily News has got rejoice with, with Rodgers. And, like, I feel like that's good. We're going to get to our reactions to this, but uh, – what do you yes, mean? You gave up a lot. Okay, good. You gave up a lot. Interesting. We'll get to it. All right, we'll interesting. Get to it. I love it. All right, let's go. Uh, you're going to hold your opinion until after the lead block? That's what I'll do. All right, time for the lead block. Time for the lead, lead block. block. The NFL welcomed Aaron Rodgers to New York with this image of the quarterback in his new duds. And, of course, uh, his now former and uh, current uh, close, close friend, teammate David Bakhtiari, had thoughts saying arms and hands need to be a little bit hairier, in my opinion. Now, this isn't a shot. This seems to be how this friendship goes. He's so wacky. He's a, really so, so wacky. What a card. So wacky. They're going to miss him, though. Uh, arms and hair need a little hairier. Uh, Tom Pelissero, what's up? Our NFL Network insider. Uh, the news that everyone was waiting for finally happened yesterday afternoon. Tell us all the details. Jamie, we finally have a trade in place to send Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. Here's the nuts and bolts of it. The Packers and Jets are going to flop first-round picks in Thursday night's draft. So the Packers move up two spots to number 13. Jets now own number 15. Packers also get one of the two Jets' second-round picks, the earlier of the two, number 42 overall. Teams will flop late-round picks with the Jets moving up from from the sixth round to the fifth. And then the Packers also get a conditional second-round pick in the 2024 draft 
and will become a first-rounder if Aaron Rodgers plays at least 65% of the snaps. So the draft doesn't begin here until Thursday night, but really the deadline for getting this done was significantly sooner. That's because Aaron Rodgers needs to sign a revised contract with the Packers to ease the cap hit in 2023 for Green Bay and help to facilitate this trade. The Packers then have to hold that revised contract on their cap for 24 hours. In other words, it'll get signed, in theory, today. They will then hold it until 4 p.m. Eastern time on Wednesday. Only after that can they actually submit the paperwork to the league and make this trade official prior to the draft beginning on Thursday. It really boiled down to this. The Packers had been trying to get a second rounder this year, which they did, and an unconditional first round pick in 2024. Once it became clear that the Jets were not going to do a hard one in next year's draft, they had to find some kind of a kicker. That's where that 13-15 pick flop came in, and then the Jets also got the kicker with the late round pick flop. So for the Jets, they get their quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, add him to a young, really talented team that won a bunch of games last season with a bunch of different quarterbacks. They now have the four-time NFL MVP reuniting with offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett, who is one of Rodgers' favorite coaches of all time, and the expectations will be sky high for the Jets in 2023. For the Packers, they now move full throttle into the Jordan Love era. Also brings us to the question of how does this impact now those new first-round pick slots? Well, for the Packers, been well-documented, never drafted a first-round receiver for Aaron Rodgers. At 13, they're in the pole position if they decide that there is a wide receiver worth taking there. As for the Jets, their primary need is getting more protection for Aaron Rodgers. It's one of those top tackles still going to be on the board at number 15. We will find out Thursday night. Jamie? Oh, we have a working theory on this show, Tom, that the ultimate petty move would be to just draft all of the pass catchers the Packers possibly could with every single pick that they have in this draft. We will see if they fulfill our hopes and dreams here this weekend. Tom Pelissero, thanks so much. We'll talk to you uh, not too long from now. Needless to say, Aaron Rodgers' new teammates pretty thrilled, and that includes one Sauce Gardner who shared this March 8th text exchange with his now quarterback. Rodgers wondering, yo, Sauce, why do you still have that cheese head? You snagged it from Lambeau. Sauce says, so I can burn it and we can win a Super Bowl together. Yeah, that would be a pretty sick story, wouldn't it? Uh, Kyle also observing that Aaron Rodgers is an LOL guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Good to know those people. Yesterday after the news, uh, Sauce also said, yes, that would be a pretty sick story. Uh, So it's the potential trade that uh, we've talked about for months, months. It kind of goes back to last season, too. Where is Rodgers going to be? Where is his buy-in going to be? Now we know. It's with the Jets. Peter, your thoughts. I feel for Aaron Rodgers trying to direct message with a kid 19 years younger than him. Trying to be hip, like, LOL, you just go with whatever you guys think is an LOL. How do we do, fellow (laughs) NFL players? (laughs) The Buscemi with the skateboard? He's 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 trying. He's trying. Sick story it would be. Sick story. What is it, sauce? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Look, (laughs) Jets fans are rejoicing. This was like, you know, finally. And that's great. And I I just would say this. the Jets could have dragged this out to July and made this even more painstaking, and it could have really, really squeezed the Packers in a way. But I think at the end of the day, Joe Douglas and the Jets were like, all right, let's bend a little bit. Let's give them the second rounder and then uh, flop the first rounders. Mm-hmm. And then second rounder, of course, could be conditional yeah. to a first, which is a lot if Rodgers gets injured, and it's a lot if Rodgers wakes up and says, you know what, at the end of the season we went 9-8. and eight. 
miss the playoffs and I just want to ride off into the sunset and go back to Malibu. Mm-hmm. Um, then you're giving a first and second round pick for one year of a 39-year-old quarterback. The Jet- this is all great for the Jets if this works out. I saw it today, like locally, some of the guys in, in the local oh, beat God. were saying Super Bowl contender. I, I can't go there yet. I can't go there. And then they plop in, well, it's Brady, it's Stafford, and now it's Rodgers on this team. And if they just had a quarterback, they mm. win five to six more games. I'm like, it's not as easy as that. Here are two things I need to see. I want to see what the Jets are paying Aaron Rodgers. He was set to make $60 million with the Green Bay Packers. I have it on good information that there will be a contract restructure or those terms will be different. I want to see what they pay him and see where that is in line with the top quarterbacks in the NFL because the Jets have to still continue to build their roster around Aaron Rodgers. And then the last part of it is I I really – I've got to see what they end up doing with that 15th pick because they have to protect him. Their offensive line Mm -hmm. was atrocious once the injuries kicked in last year and once uh, Vera Tucker went down and Becton's played one game in, I think, 33 months, something – you know, not 33 months, but one game in 33 games that they could play – Rodgers can't be running around and being this mobile running quarterback at 39 years old. So I don't want to be a Debbie Downer for Jets fans. Of course, if they go to the playoffs, even the playoffs, it's a win and it's great. And who cares about the compensation? But if Aaron Rodgers plays less than those two years and if Aaron Rodgers, God forbid, gets injured, you're giving up so much and Mm. you're paying him so much money. You just have to hope that it works. But at this point, Jets are like, let's rip the Band-Aid off. And Joe Douglas says, let's get to work because – Rodgers hasn't been there mm-hmm. in the off-seasons in the last couple of years in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. He's been with Miles Teller in Hawaii. He's been just off doing what he does mm-hmm. last year. Um, I would expect the Jets are hoping him to be a part of these off-season program and to be yeah. with his teammates. Mm-hmm. And that's asking a lot for uh, someone who just hasn't been that, that guy the last few years in a different place. You're laying out these scenarios if Aaron Rodgers does this. You're talking about if Aaron Rodgers does this for the New York Jets. Rodgers is a Jet. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's the headline here. And listen, there's a lot of takes, Peter, that I respect about, listen, it's a two and it's likely a one to pay somebody north of $50 million. And even worse, it could be two twos because then it means you got, he's a Jet. He's a New York Jet. The New York Jets haven't had a good quarterback, like, since uh, Jimmy Carter. Like, honestly, like, they got Rodgers. They got him. Rodgers is a New York Jet. Yeah. I don't care about the price. I don't care what they paid. I'm walking on set here. You want a, you want a, a voice of, of the people, Peter? I'm walking on set, and we have a camera operator, and we have Ryan, our wardrobe guy, and the camera operator saying, I don't know, man. They paid a lot. And Ryan, who's wearing full new head-to-toe <laughs> Jets, is like, yeah. bleep it. We got a quarterback. When's the last good quarterback we've had? They got Rodgers. They have Rodgers. Uh, listen, I think they're going to be really, really good. Do not forget, let's just – Zach Wilson started at quarterback, and they beat the Bills last year. The Bills, who are supposedly owning this era. Now they have Rodgers, and I hate the takes. I really hate them about Rodgers is washed, Rodgers is aged out. Locke watched him last year. Two years ago, I won the MVP. Last year, I think he was completely mentally disconnected from the team. I think there were wide receiver problems. Fine. It, it was not the greatest year. I think yeah. he is not going to be Favre on the Jets. I think it is going to closer resemble Favre on the Vikings. I think he's going to be mm-hmm. excellent. Do not underestimate Aaron Rodgers' ego in all this. Yep. His thoughts about how people think about him. His thoughts on his legacy. I think he is working out like a lunatic, like he never has before. I think he'll be very involved with the Jets. The headline here, price, 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 great. Everything's expensive in New York City. The New York Jets got Aaron Rodgers. This is not just football history. This is American history. We will talk about this in 30 years. The Jets got it. I don't care what they paid. They 
got Rodgers. He's their starting quarterback. That's massive. Massive. And because it's been the talk the entire offseason of when he's going to join, it was March 15th that Rodgers said his intention to play for the New York Jets. And it took this long for yeah. it to finally happen. But Jets fans, they are rejoicing because over the past several weeks, I've talked to different Jets fans and they're just like, I don't know. Everybody keeps saying Aaron Rodgers is coming, but I haven't seen anything sure. yet. That day was yesterday. And to me, when you look at this move, I look at the belief that it now brings into the building, into the facility for the New York Jets. We saw teammates yesterday changing their Twitter profile pictures to Aaron Rodgers. Him back at Cal. We saw from Sauce Gardner. We saw from Brees Hall. We saw from multiple guys saying, and this is showing you how they feel. They played the last season with multiple quarterbacks. Brees Hall obviously rehab and coming off the knee. My knee just feels a little healthier now. And I think that speaks to now when Aaron Rodgers walks into that building, whether I'm a defensive player or an offensive player, I may watch an extra hour of film. I may get a little bit more treatment because now I really believe we have a shot at possibly winning a Super Bowl. Yes, is it too early to talk about those things? Of course. But every offseason, teams talk about it going into training camp, what the goals for the year are. As soon as you are able to make a trade for Aaron Rodgers, Mm -hmm. those goals just became real. So as I look at this move, it is everything for the New York Jets because now you can go into a season and feel comfortable saying, hey, we're one of the better teams in the league and we feel like we have a chance, just a chance. And last year, that wasn't the case. They had a really good defense, but you never fully believed them. I think now, to your point of what you just said, they actually they matter. matter in the scheme of when you talk about the NFL this upcoming season. And I don't care who says what, it matters when a sports team in New York matters. It affects the country. It affects how people watch television. It affects when kickoffs are set on the various networks. It's a big deal. I I just want to credit Robert Sala for going to whoever he needed to go to to say, this is what I need to happen. And part of that decision-making tree was getting Nathaniel Hackett to New York because that plane flew cost country last month Mm -hmm. in early March with the owner of the Jets, with the head coach of the Jets, with the GM of the Jets, and their new offensive coordinator in Nathaniel Hackett. And this relationship goes way back, and it's wildly successful. And if we know nothing else about Aaron Rodgers, that he thrives when he seems to feel comfortable, when he knows the people he's working with. There Mm -hmm. are very specific personalities that work with this quarterback that obviously make him tick. And Nathaniel Hackett is one of those guys. And then Nathaniel Hackett came into town and said, we need a lot other guys on this roster. They went out and got Alan Lazard. They went out and got a former backup quarterback of Aaron Rodgers in Tim Boyle now with the New York Jets. Like they are just putting people around him to make him the happiest Aaron Rodgers we have ever seen. Maybe he needed a change of scenery out of the wintry Wisconsin weather, but I also think he needed some familiarity when he arrived here in New York. I do too. Mm. I love it. And to your point, Will he be here at the Jets facility going through these offseason workouts, throwing to his receivers, or will they be in California with him? Mm-hmm. Either way, I think that is going to play a huge uh, role. There's been a parade down Broadway right through our show, and that's yeah. all good. Um, I think Packers fans are rejoicing also. Thank you mm. for your service. We just got a haul for a guy who didn't want to be here. So mm. I feel like uh, this is good, good for both teams. Jay, do you think when you see the players changing their avatar to Rodgers – 
I'm reminded of Broncos training camp last year, and the Broncos players were taking selfies with Russell Wilson because they're like, look, we got a superstar now. Now, we know how that worked out. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett notwithstanding. You get any vibes of that? Like, there's a hero worship going on? Is that good? or? It all depends on Aaron Rodgers. Brady brought that same sense, whereas a receiver, okay. you're scared to death in the huddle to run the wrong route. And I think his ability when playing with Tom, being in the locker room, his ability to just be one of the guys, it makes everybody more comfortable. We talked about it last offseason with the Broncos. Russ kind of making it uncomfortable or people feeling like he was different than everybody. I think how Aaron Rodgers comes in and how he approaches it will go a long way in how fast they build chemistry mm-hmm. and get clicking. Mm-hmm. Well, it was sweet. Brees Hall and uh, Sauce Gardner picked those pictures because when they were born, uh, Aaron Rodgers was a junior and senior in high school. So they mm-hmm. just wanted to go throwback, you know, oh, him yes, and his cow jersey. Mm-hmm. That's when they were like five years it old when that cool. was happening. And I love him wearing eight instead of naming yes. 12. Yeah. Yeah. I said you can wear 12. He's like, I'm going back to the college eight. I think that is really cool. I'm, I'm a little surprised at your response. I thought you'd be more excited. They dragged week. on for so long and the Jets, <laughs> the Jets were holding their feet to the fire. They yeah. had them where they wanted them. And I think they gave up a lot. Mm. Is this the New Yorker in you? Like you're, you don't you usually think they Jets paid too much. Done this, the Jets they bought an Aston yeah. Martin. The Jets could have done this trade too. I mean, they dragged this on. They dragged mm-hmm. this on. Let's see it. And then I don't know. I felt like the second we got to draft night, if we the, the Jets are on the clock, the Packers really had their feet to the fire because then they don't get any of these mm. picks. And they did the deal now. Mm. Mm. Spicy. It's kind of fun, right? Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. All oh, three of you guys are going to get great traction on this one. I can be the negative source here on this one. All right. I just want your authentic thoughts. Like, My authentic source is a sort source. My authentic source is that they gave up a lot when they could have done this deal a couple of weeks ago, and I thought they had them where they wanted them. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Do a podcast with the NFL called The Season with Peter Schrager, and it's draft time, so it's all sorts of mock drafts and information. But I wanted to bring in my friend, who is Fox Sports' lead Big Ten analyst, Joel Klatt. Mm. He calls all the big Ohio State games, all the big Michigan games. And he was my guest yesterday, and I asked him about C.J. Stroud. He covered eight of C.J. Stroud's games. Okay. He was with C.J. Stroud at C.J. Stroud's first spring game when he finally got to go under center. And he's gotten to know C.J. Stroud really well. And uh, here was his take on C.J. Stroud, the quarterback for the Ohio State Buckeyes. His stock isn't slipping. It's not plummeting as we record this on a Monday, but it is up in the air. He mm-hmm. can go anywhere from two to, you know, bottom of the top 10. And a few weeks ago, it felt like it was a sure thing. He would either go first or second. I say the name CJ Stroud, Joel Klatt, empty the notebook. What do you got? Okay. Uh, lots of different angles on this. So I'll try to go quickly. Let me start with what the defensive coordinators have been saying ever since his first start. And they all say to a man, elite arm will kill you if you, if he has any sniff of what coverage you're in or Ryan Day has a sniff of what coverage you're in you're dead you're dead cuz he plays on schedule and and on time 
and he's accurate with the football. And he's obviously throwing to what has now become the best core of wide receivers in football over the last couple of years. Think of the core of wide receivers he had in 2021 with Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson, the reigning rookie of the year, and Jackson Smith and Jigbo, who they all say was better than all of them and now yeah. available in this draft. Um, this, this is an elite passing game in part due to what C.J. Stroud brings to the table. They also all say that, and then now let's go to his his coaching staff. They would all say he's very prepared, very intelligent, learns the system incredibly uh, fast, and has a lot of control at the line of scrimmage. So maybe a departure from what you're hearing from you know the smoke that is being floated out here late in the draft process about the S2 score and his cognitive ability and reaction time and everything, that was never a problem and never brought up. Interesting. Clyde, very bullish on C.J. Stroud and really pushing the fact that it's an insult to start questioning his intelligence and his ability to process information and some of the scores that were leaked, whether accurately or inaccurately. Um, Mock drafts are all over the place, but I, I, you know, there's a chance that C.J. Stroud does not go in the top four picks. There's a chance he doesn't go in the top five picks, and yet we go back in time to you know our, our. start of this whole draft process and it was him or Bryce Young. My question is here, uh, is it absurd that now we're 48 hours away from the NFL draft and C.J. Stroud isn't being talked about the same way that not only Bryce Young's mm-hmm. being talked about, but mm-hmm. Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, mm-hmm. and the rest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I look at it as maybe not absurd to Bryce Young, but I look at it absurd as those aren't the things being talked about. When you hear Klatt say, hey, when he was at the line of scrimmage, he was able to change plays and do different things like this. When he was able to dissect what coverage you're in, he was able to put the ball in the exact spot. Defensive coordinators that were playing against him, these are the things that they were saying, his preparation, his ability to learn Ryan Day's system Mm -hmm. and go out there and execute. That's what you want in a quarterback. That's what you want to hear from a college guy. Not that they're standing at the line of scrimmage, the coach is giving him a thousand signals and they're just throwing a bunch of screens all over the place and they're winning games with better athletes. No, he's at the line of scrimmage doing what a professional NFL quarterback is going to be asked to do every Sunday. Not his S2 scores and these different things, but no, him actually going out there, executing at a high level, going against top competition. That's what the discussion should be when you're comparing them to these other quarterbacks, not all the other nonsense that has been said about them. Jason, you and I have agreed on this over the last six or seven weeks that for the first time in our careers, we've really buckled into the draft process like we've covered college kids you've been playing in the nfl but to watch this transpire from watching cj stroud throw in indianapolis on that saturday at the combine with bryce young standing next to him with his backpack on he doesn't do anything he (laughs) waits till his pro day Mm -hmm. to do anything the fact that we went from cj stroud was the one to watch that day because he was the most consistent the catch 22 here is there the knock on will levis is he's he's too eccentric Mm. there's you know kind of he's done crazy things personality I just want to know what what he is about. There's just something missing there for me personality-wise, and I don't know if it's because, oh, it's not exciting enough. Teams want somebody that they can really hang their hat on. There's some, The football is there. The IQ is there. If Joel Klatt says it, I'm going to believe it. But there's something here where I'm like, I wanted something more from him mm. in the last six weeks, and I just never got it. I, I, that might be an unfair assessment, but I'm curious if that's what people are missing. See, I actually like that. I think some of the most successful quarterbacks are some of the most boring people. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. They have almost nothing to say, and they're almost robotic like that. So I hear you. I used to feel that way. And then, listen, guys, we love him, but like, if you've ever seen a Matthew Stafford press conference, he just doesn't offer much. <laughs> Joel Klatt did, Peter, and I'm glad that he did because I'm – 
You know, we 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 kind of danced about the the death of the Wonderlick and the S2 is this next generation and all the the terrible things with the Wonderlick about leak scores and yeah. radio callers making fun of Vince Young's score. Nothing's changed. Yeah. It's the same yeah. thing. Right it's a more sophisticated yeah. thing. Yeah. Someone leaked this score and everyone's make fun of him. And listen, when you say cognitive ability, you're sitting there calling him stupid. Let's just call it what it is. Yep. It's not subtle. It's not veiled at all. And I love that Clad is sitting there as someone who didn't just see a score on Twitter and start mm. calling someone stupid, but who's been there for spring games and football games saying, not only is he not stupid, he is incredibly bright. He's incredibly gifted. His processing is perfect. I don't know why Stroud is not in the conversation with Young as number one. In fact, I'm at the point where, since I said this before, if you're at a tie with these two, I would always take Stroud just because of his stature. I would go with Stroud with the Panthers. Yeah. No, and I think that that was a take for a lot of us going into this yeah. whole thing, and now it's completely switched, and it's like Bryce Young's a slam dunk, and Stroud isn't. Um, Stroud has overcome incredible hardship as a, as mm-hmm. a kid. Mm-hmm. He's gotten to where he is. He's got nothing bad off the field, and he's a great young man. Um, Joel was personally insulted in a way because Good. he knows the guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just as any of us would be insulted if someone was taking shots publicly about one of us. Yeah. Like Joel has covered him, and he says, and I thought this was interesting, he knows Ryan Day really well. He's in those production meetings all the time. Again, eight C.J. Stroud games, Joel called. He said, Ryan Day speaks about C.J. Stroud in a completely different way, in a much different, in a higher way than he did Justin Fields and the late Dwayne Haskins. Mm. And he had both those guys at quarterback. So, mm. Justin Fields, if he does fall out of the draft here and doesn't go number two or number four, uh, I'm sorry, C.J. Stroud, I'd be fascinated to find where he ends up because I think he might have a giant chip on his shoulder too. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Time to feel the need, the the need need for speed speed. in the first ever mock draft with an M-A-C-H. We got our flight suits, we have our aviator shades, and we're ready to speed pick our way through the first round. Guys, before we get festivities underway, for which we are very excited, we each have call signs. Call signs for each of us assigned by the staff. Jamie, you've been given the call sign of Valhalla. Let's go. You are Valhalla. Jason, your call sign is Gemini, Mm -hmm. like an American gladiator. Peter, you're verified. (laughs) (laughs) Call sign verified, and I'm beef. B-E-E-F. Guys, here's how this works. Start with myself. I have the first overall pick for the Carolina Panthers. We're going to go around the table, and we're going to play out the entire first round 15 seconds maximum mm. per pick. We are going supersonic, at which point after you make the pick, you say, I like this player. Ding! And it is on to the next drafter at the table. We lost in our selection. Afterwards, Jason's going to say to me, what were you thinking? I said, you told me not to think! Ooh. Like Rooster. Shout out, Miles Teller. Is everyone ready? Ready. Hell I no. am on the clock. Jason, great answer. Not yes. ready whatsoever. I am on the clock. 15 seconds. Ooh, and nice. I have the number one overall pick for the Carolina. Carolina Panthers with the number one overall pick in the 2023 draft. The Carolina Panthers in the mock draft select Bryce Young, quarterback, Hoste, bam! Jamie, you're on the clock for the Texans. With the number two overall pick, the Houston Texans in need of a lot. They have to bolster their roster. I am going to go with a 
hometown college hero Tyree Wilson. Oh, number two. Texas Tech. I like it. Jason, Cardinals. Cardinals, we are on the clock. Like Houston, we have a lot of team needs, but we're not going to mess around. We're going to go out there and we're going to get ourselves a defensive end, Will Anderson. Peter, the quarterbacks, they're just sitting there. They're there for you. What you going to do? Indianapolis Colts. I will uh, on the board. Quarterback, Kentucky, Will Levis. Oh, Oh, my gosh. Will Levis. Will Levis. All right, I'm on the clock with the Seattle Seahawks. And with the fifth pick in the 2023 mock draft, the Seattle Seahawks select... Jalen Carter, defensive tackle. Mm. Oh, no, we got him, and we have a hell of a defense. He is off the board. Jamie, it's you with the Lions. How could he have fallen so? Uh, the Detroit Lions, I have a list in front of me of saying team needs, but I'm going to go with my gut, and I'm going to go with the fact that you never know the future at the quarterback spot. C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud mm. with the Detroit Lions. To six. Jason McCourty. The Las Vegas Raiders are now on the clock. We brought in Jimmy Garoppolo. Now we have to protect him. We are going to Northwestern product Peter Skaronsky. He Peter is joining Skaronsky. the squad. Yes. Jason, passing on quarterback. Peter, you're on the number eight, the Falcons. Two corners that I love out mm. there. And yet the offensive linemen are at a premium. Give me Paris Johnson Jr. Mm. out of Ohio State the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons get the big old lineman and the Bears on the number one pick, sort of scrambling in what we used to call the war room there. I think they liked Paris Johnson Jr., Peter, but I could not tell. In that case, we will never let this person know because we're going right down the street to Evanston. The Bears are taking Peter Skoronsky, the offensive lineman. He already took Skoronsky. Oh, no. All right, never mind, never mind, never mind. I'm going to take Devin Witherspoon, the corner. Okay, okay. All the Bears just choked so badly. Devin Witherspoon is off the board. I'm sorry, I wanted to tackle Jamie, number 10. The Eagles. No, the number Philadelphia Woo! Eagles, the defending NFC champions. Uh, I'm gonna go. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. Yeah, five seconds. I know. I'm gonna go with yeah, Christian seconds. Gonzalez. Christian Gonzalez. Christian off Gonzalez, the, board, the corner. corner. Yep. Off the board. Tennessee Titans are on the clock. Oh. Yes, we have some team needs. Offensive line, wide receiver. We're going to go with. Anthony Richardson. Oh, we did not expect him to be there. He is there at 11. We're going with Anthony Richardson. All right, Peter, number 12, the Houston Texans, their second pick. Second pick. We've already got Tyree Wilson, our second pick. The Houston Texans will select. Mm. Three seconds. Hendon Hooker, quarterback, oh, Tennessee. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, that's a good pick. He went for it. All right, the big five quarterbacks are all gone, and now we get to a really spicy pick at 13, not 15, 13, the Green Bay Packers, and we are throwing a party because we are taking Jackson Smith and Jigba, the wide receiver. We got him. Come on to Green Bay where we always draft wide receivers in this era. Title top, pick 13 is over. Jamie, pick 14 with the Patriots. I am going to go on a wide receiver run here. I am not going to hit our backyard, though, Boston College, I'm going from Texas. The big wide receiver, Quentin Johnson, to the New Quentin England Patriots. Oh, wow. All right, Pat's an infamous history of drafting wideouts. We'll have to chew on it that has one. has not Jason been great. The Jets. The New York Jets. Obviously, we have Aaron Rodgers now. Now the point is to protect him. We're going with offensive tackle Darnell Wright. We're making our Super Bowl run this year. Welcome to the team, big fella. 
is on fire. I'm, I'm, I'm rolling. Commanders, remember, new ownership potentially coming in. Do you make a play for the instant impact guy? I'm looking at one right there. He's a running back out of Texas, and yet going to protect Sam Howell. We're going to get Broderick Jones, offensive tackle mm. out of Georgia. Mm. Broderick Jones off the board. In my mark, that is the fourth offensive tackle that has been taken in the first 16 picks. We get to pick number 17 midway through the mock draft here. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to have a party because Joey Porter Jr. Nice. is coming home. Peasy Jr. Ooh, I love it. Back to the steel curtain. Yes. Is off the board, and Jamie goes to pick 18 with the Detroit Lions. I am going to make our defensive line stronger, which we did last year with a local Michigan legend, and instead... I'm going to go Kalijah Cansey, the defensive Ooh, yeah. tackle. The defensive tackle. Mm. DT, Kalijah Cansey from Pitt off the board. Jason, the Bucks at 19. The Buccaneers, we're now on the clock losing Tom Brady. We're in need of some weapons, good receivers. You know what? This is a good draft for tight ends. We're going to go with Dalton Kincaid. Oh, nice. Yes, nice. get us a weapon out there. Seahawks. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting to do that. Seahawks at 20. 20. Happy to see this. They got two edge rushers. Mm-hmm. Got Nolan Smith and Lucas Van Ness yep. sitting there. The Seattle Seahawks are going to go edge out of Georgia. Nolan Smith. Nolan Smith. Mm. Ah, all right. They go defense. I'm on the clock with the Los Angeles Chargers at pick 21. I'm really worried that I'm going to pick another player who's been drafted. I hope not. <laughs> I, I think Jamie alluded to him but didn't take him. I'm taking Zay Flowers, wide receiver from oh. Boston College. You're going from Boston to SoFi Stadium right next in the shadow of the Great Western Forum. Zay Flowers goes to the Chargers, and Jamie's on the clock with pick 22, the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, my gosh, but the I have such a question mark at quarterback. Mm-hmm. What are the Baltimore Ravens doing today? But I don't think I'm going to drop down a quarterback. I think I'm going to go... Mm, mm, mm. You know what? Doesn't matter who's thrown to him. I'm gonna go Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison. Jason, Minnesota, pick 23. Minnesota have just brought in a new defensive coordinator in Brian Flores. We want to be aggressive. We want to get after the quarterback. We need guys who can cover. We have Emmanuel Forbes. We have Deontay Banks. I am going to go with. Deontay Banks to join our squad. Come cover up. Join Byron Murphy. Mm. All right, buddy. Oh, my gosh. 24, Jacksonville. Almost done. I I guess I'll take him. Bijan Robinson's coming to Jacksonville. Oh, Peter. Trevor Lawrence, another weapon. Took a running back in the first round a couple of years ago. It doesn't matter. Bijan Robinson's in there. 24. Bijan Robinson's the pick. Oh, wow. That's that one of those best available guys. Best do available. It. Uh, I am now on the clock with the New York Giants. You almost had Bijan. And I was raised on the great Parcellian Giants, so I am not only going offensive line, I'm going interior offensive line with Joe Tipman from Wisconsin. Like we it. will build this thing from the inside out. Joe Tipman with two P's and two N's from Wisconsin. Jamie, pick number 26. Very glamorous Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. I know this might be a best guy available situation. Um, Darnell Washington still available? Everybody I have not crossed him off my list. Nope. Darnell Washington, as he likes to call himself, the sixth offensive lineman. He can do everything out of Georgia. He is going to be a Dallas Cowboy. Jason, Buffalo. Buffalo, we are now on the clock. Oh, we have some knees. We can receiver. I don't know. We want Josh Allen to run a little bit less. Let's go with Steve Avila. Let's shore up that offensive line and bring in an interior guy. A lot of O-line. I'll tell you what, this draft, they say there's 15 great first-round players, and then it's a big, murky mess. So this could all actually happen uh, on Thursday Mm -hmm. and Friday. 
Uh, Bengals, gosh, you know what? I think he might go even before Dalton Kincaid at tight end. I think he might go before Dar- Michael Mayer at another game. Oh. That's the pick. At, at this late, I think Mayer might go top 20. So Mayer to the Bengals. Okay, pick number 29, the New Orleans Saints, new quarterback. And uh, listen, I always pay attention to the Good Morning Football program. I am taking tight end Sam Laporta. Yeah. He's coming to the New Orleans Saints. My favorite insider in the league says he might go before Darnell Washington. It didn't happen in this draft, but I'm taking Sam Laporta. The uh, Saints have a brand new tight end. Jamie, two picks left. Pick number 30, the Eagles. I'm stressed because I think my list is accurate, and I cannot believe that this guy has fallen to me, especially because I missed at this position at the 10 spot for Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to go out of Alabama, Jimmy or Gibbs. Oh! The running back to the Philadelphia Eagles. That's a great pick, Jamie. Uh, Jason, last pick of the draft, 31, the Kansas City Chiefs World Champions. The returning Super Bowl champs. Oh, man, not many needs here. We could always go wide receiver Mm -hmm. to help our guy Patrick Mahomes, but there's a guy still on the board, Edge Lucas Van Ness. Join the squad. Come join the Greek Freak. Let's go. Hey, guys, let's give us some bells, some rings. Come on, we did it. Let's go. That was our first round M-A-C-H mock like style. That. Now, the real hero of this segment are the, the, the ladies and gentlemen in our production booth who are trying to throw together all the names and all the yes. teams we just did on live television. This ain't taped. We cannot wait to break this down. We know you have all kinds of takes. As we wait, Peter, anything jump out from what we just saw? I thought it was fantastic. I thought Stroud sitting there at six and Jamie taking him to the Detroit Lions, which was not expected, yes. but also how the draft goes, could be a possibility. Remember, we didn't have any trades in our right. draft. Right. And I think there's going to be a lot of movement mm. if some of these things do happen. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.